Hey family, you're tuning in to the Jimmy Bonds podcast on Philadelphia Radio. Pardon any technical difficulties as we are recording live on the Zoom platform. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Jimmy! Lights, camera, action. Some people thought I quit and I ain't giving satisfaction. From a different era, writing rhymes up on napkins. What you had to say was more important, man, than traffic. Yeah, I'm talking back to speaking of contemporary. What's good, family, and welcome to another episode of Jimmy Bonds Podcast on Philadelphia Radio. This episode is sponsored by Major Flavor Catering. I'm your host, Jimmy Bonds, along with my co-host, Ty T. Wow, what's good, Ty? How you feeling? Live from the 215, JB. Let's you, get it. You know how we do it, fam. Live from the 215. And of course, I forget, I can't forget my other lovely co-host, Miss T with the T. She's not here with us tonight, but she's always with us in spirit. Remember, family, you can call us with your comments and questions at 844-844-1244. Again, it's 844-844-1244. You can also email us at jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. It's jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. It's J-I-M-M-Y-B-O-N-D-S podcast at gmail.com. Remember, family, you can also follow us on Instagram at jimmybondspodcast, on Twitter at podcastbonds, and also on Facebook on the Jimmy Bonds Podcast Facebook group. Make sure you tap in, and we can always continue to open the dialogue. Well, family, tonight we are continuing our Art of Spotlight series, and I am lucky, humble, and thankful and excited to be joined by an artist out of the D by way of Miami. And family, her track record is extensive. Her accomplishments are many. She has a growing fan base and an international fan base as well. She's done 30 curated shows in 11 different states. She has done, what else? She has her own brand, C3, official brand. Um, I like to describe her as honest, ambition, I'm sorry, honest, ambitious, pioneering, encouraging, funny, influential, an activist. She's devoted to her own craft and she's created her own lane. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce you to Shells. What's up, Shells? How you doing? Hey, well, damn, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I listen, we like to give our artists and our people coming on a nice little intro. I always think that people deserve the credit that they, they the work they've done. You know what I mean? So I think that's really important. I think that's really one of the things that, that we focus on. But, you know, let's, enough about us. Let's talk about you. You know, how you doing? How you feeling? Hey, bro. I mean, it's a Monday, so no complaints right now. You know, definitely just uh, kicking it and yeah, just trying to get the week started. Get, get the week. It is Monday, right? I mean, yeah. some, people, some people hate Mondays. I kind of like Mondays. It reminds me, it's got to go to work. Time, time to work. Time to hustle, yeah. you know? Yeah, I like Mondays. It's like a restart, you know? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, you know, talking about stuff restarting, I um recently saw that you just put out a project recently yeah. called, called Somewhere in Miami. And how did that how did that come about? How did you create Somewhere in Miami? What, what was that about? You know, like the whole album was kind of just based on my journey of coming down to Florida and just like the different vibe and like the the music and how it developed just kind of, you know, from a Midwest style to like Midwest meets East Coast meets like South because, you know, Miami's got a whole flair all its own. So like, you know, kind of all of it integrated together to make the whole project and yeah, I mean, it, it came together. All the tracks flowed together really well. So I'm I'm super proud of it. I mean, you should be. I've checked out some of the videos. I've checked out some of the behind the scenes. I'm not going to speak about the behind the scenes I've seen. 
But, you know, we we all we all know what it's about. We all understand, you know. But I love it. I, I thought it was it was a great way to take the fans behind the scenes and see let them see what you're doing and how you grind it. You know, also noticing some of your videos, you just it's, it's a lot of a lot of energy. It's a lot of thought going into your videos. You can tell each one of them is different. It's not like just the same video over and over again. I thought just how you took some of this music and kind of brought it to life just with your own personality. And I, th- I thought that was a very interesting part as far as just being an artist, you know what I mean? Just just being an artist, you really get to see who you are in, in this in these particular videos from, from this from this, this project. But even with all that being said, like what is your favorite track on the project? Shit. I mean, like, honestly, that's that's really hard to say. Like you said, like the videos are such a big experience and like such an important part of the entire thing. So I think my favorite like video and like just like the craziest time and like the just most epic story and just backstory to the entire video um, was probably nighttime. But my favorite track and my favorite, you know, experience in the entire video that I shot um, was Stimulus. Like, I got to be back home in Detroit. My dad was in the video, like, all of my fans, you know, so great experience for me, you know, that was... I I was thinking that plastic, well, yeah, it was plastic, like, that she was wearing, but it was like a whole, like, fashion statement at the same time. Like, I was really digging that, like, yo, okay, (laughs) I'm seeing that. And I could see it was, it was, it was your real, like, hardcore in that video, like, the real people, like, the truth that have really been down with you from day one. You know, you can really see that in the video. I didn't think those were extras, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like, so... You know, it was it was just super fun. Like it, it was a really, really dope experience. And like getting a, like being able to meet people that like, you know, have been rocking with me for a really long time that I, I had never even met before, you know. Yeah, so yeah, excuse me, like really, really cool. And like I'm I don't know, I'm excited to be able to go back this summer and try and do a little something, something again and see what I can do with a couple more tracks that I got coming out. Yeah, we're, we're like, we can't wait to hear those. Ty, you got any questions before I jump on my next one, man? Yes. C3. What does it stand for? So, Chels with three Zs, you know? So, easiest way for people to remember. So, yeah, I just kind of wanted to make a brand out of it. My ex designed the logo, and it just kind of stuck. And now, like, 30 people have it as a tattoo, and people are rocking the shirts. So, movement. You got a C3 nation out there, right? Right, that's right. <laughs> C3 Nation. How, how was it? Was it difficult for you to, I don't know, did you have to change your style once you got to Miami as far as the different music styles? I don't think like so much changed my style, but I think like as an artist, I'm always adapting and like creating to, you know, not necessarily like what people want, but like when I listen to something and I'm like, you know, I like the way that sounded, like how can I put my own spin on that, you know? And I think as a female artist, especially a gay female artist, like I pull a lot of influence from male artists, but like I could also take, you know, some flows from female artists too, but I don't do that as much. I think because like, I'm trying to compete with the male artists out there and then some of the male energy out there. Like I want to learn from my fellow creatives. And I think being able to kind of put my own spin on some things that I might hear and like, you know, just kind of adapt to certain styles that are around me, but not necessarily conform is kind of more where I'm at. Yeah. You pretty much have your own identity. You know what I mean? Like there's probably some out there that's looking at you like, okay, let me take bits and pieces from what she's doing yeah. and put it to their music, you know, yeah. their styles and flow, you know. 
For sure. I appreciate, I appreciate that. I think that that's what makes you like a good artist, though, you know, it's like being able to learn from other people. Like there are so many people out there that don't grow because they're so busy comparing themselves to others rather than like, you know, seeing what those people bring to the table and how you can maybe put your own spin on that or like just, I don't know, necessarily make it your own. I think more people, if they wanted to go outside the box and try to do that, then maybe it would be a little bit better for them. I don't know. It was put together. It's crazy. I was put together. The video Voodoo. Oh, Voodoo was crazy. Yeah. That was- <laughs> <laughs> voodoo was crazy. Did you not direct that? Um, so yeah, it was kind of crazy because like that day was like, it went, it all went wrong. Like yeah. everybody supposed to show up to the video shoot thought it was the day before so they all showed up the day before and then no one was able to come the next day. So I had no extras except for like a few people. So we were in this like empty amusement park where there were just a bunch of kids and the kids were coming up to us because I saw cameras and they were like, yo, can we be a part of this project? And we're like, this is actually perfect because we have nobody right now. So, I mean, it ended up working out the way it worked out. It was cool. Like um, we shot it at the swap shop in Fort Lauderdale. So anybody that's like local to Broward County and is like tuning in, they'll really kind of know about that. Yeah. Um, over there it was cool to like have a part of Broward in the video too because that's where I stay you know like that's kind of my area that I rep in Florida so I I liked being able to like have such a focal point of of the entire like county like everybody knows that place so it was dope to be able to shoot there and they were so generous about everything too so like it's really cool to be able to kind of collab with with people locally but yeah like i don't know we just we had masks and the kids wanted to wear them and it was just a dope experience i guess and it was cool and i mean we all had tacos together afterwards so that was pretty lit too yeah, that's dope <laughs> that's real dope man yeah see you see how things just come together and and you never know how things can work out, but then they work out to like the best way it's supposed to need, you know, the way it's supposed to go, really, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, sometimes we as artists, we go out, we have these big old ideas and it's like, yo, we're going to have all these people there. It's going to be crazy. And then it ends up being something completely different, but it actually ends up being what you needed. You know what I'm saying? And, and I think sometimes we, we take that for granted, but just even telling the story, I understand like it, it's it's one of those things you appreciate when, you, when you're working, you know what I mean? When you're creating, when you're being the yeah. artist that you want to be. Even with that, I mean, I, I seen your Twitter follow and I seen it up there. It's kind of crazy. You know, I definitely see it. And I also see that you're always encouraging people out there, no matter what, you know what I mean? Like waking up, having a bad day, you know, just giving them shouts out even just just putting quotes on there that you think is important. You know what I mean? I, I noticed that about you on your Twitter. But even with gaining all your success, gaining, doing what you've done, all the shows you've done, your, your growing international fan base, ha- have the goals changed? Have the goals changed from when you first started, from what you, what you first started doing? I mean, like, I always saw, I mean, like, maybe I've always, like, wanted more than I could handle or more than, I don't know, maybe I was, like, ready for at the time. But... I don't know. Like I always looked at the bigger picture, you know, like I never really aimed low. Like what's the point? You know, I knew what I want. And so like from jump, it was always, you know, I don't necessarily have to be signed, but I want this to be my career eventually, you know, in one way or another. And I want to be involved in this industry for as long as possible, Um, you know, making music, writing music, creating and directing, 
you know, doing different things, you know, even like the visionary for all of like my music videos and stuff like that. Like I, I like bringing a story to life. So I want to, I want to be in this for the long run, no matter how or where this may take me, you know, but it's always been the music. And at the end of the day, like, that's really, I think I've done that. You know, I, I have made, I'm making money off shows, you know, I'm making money off my music. It's not, I mean, it's a humble amount, you know, but it's, it's still like, it's going back into what I'm putting into it right now. Exactly. So, I can't be mad, you know, like I'm, I'm living my dream right now. And I'm just now starting to like, kind of disclose more of this side of my life. But like, I, I work a nine to five too. Um, I'm the vice president of an engineering firm from nine to five. So I have something to fall back on, which I think is super important. I'm never going to lose sight of what's also super important to me, which is my dreams. So all my extra money goes into my music and I, it's paid off because now I'm starting to make that money back. And I think that that's a blessing in itself. Like I don't need to be rich off this. I just, I want to be successful. And however you define success is, is your bar, I guess, but I would rather have more people know my music and not make as much money off of it than have, you know, millions of dollars and only playing local shows. You know, you are completely different than the artists that you normally come across. And I don't mean just because of appearance. I mean, really in my thought and philosophy, you know what I mean? Like, I think people really don't know what it takes to be an artist on an independent level or even on a grander level when you're signed. I mean, you have to be able to say to yourself, I don't care what happens. It's about my impact on people. You know what I mean? And, mm -hmm. and you know, most artists get out there and they jump, they first, they, I'm going to make this song and I'm going to make a million dollars. That's their mindset. You know what I mean? And that's, that's not reality. You know, <laughs> reality is, is you have to create and create and create some more, you know, to even make the impact that you, the if of the impact that you think about making, you know, I'm sitting here listening to you. She's like, yeah, I'm the vice president of an engineering company. Like, like, yo, <laughs> like, yo, like, you know, I'm all smiles over here. Cause people don't, don't know that, that there is a business side as well that people have to have within this industry. And even if you do it during the day, it's still your business side. You know, it's still what you see as, 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 you know, you don't know what you might come across in your business during the day that might benefit you in your music later on. You know what I mean? So it's like, it, it's a constant evolution, not just of, of an artist, but really as a person, you know what I mean? To, to, to grasp that. I'm, you know, that's, I think it's dope. <laughs> not just inspiring. I think like, yo, I, I mean, I'm the same way. You know what I mean? Like, like you said, nobody talks about a day job. Everybody talking about what they do with, with the lights and the cameras and the action. You know what I mean? But yeah, like <laughs> that's dope. So, you know, I've talked, talked about some of your accomplishments. What have been some of your challenges? What, what things have you had to overcome? I mean, as a whole, you know, there's quite a few things, but I think like the most recent has been like the whole COVID situation because okay. like, yeah, the shows, like we were, my brand like was really hitting the ground running. Like we were starting to do festivals. We were starting to get noticed by bigger, you know, people um, tied in with bigger opportunities. So it just, you know, it really, really was taken off. And uh, unfortunately it went 
completely south. You know, like I haven't been able to throw a show in over a year. Not not a successful one, if I'm just yeah. going to be honest, you know. And it's it's because of all the restrictions. It's not that people didn't show up. Unfortunately, we were having to turn people away mm. um, because, you know, we we couldn't we were over capacity. No one was wearing their masks. And it just it was it was unfortunate, but like we lost the venue because of it. Mm. And so now I'm working on getting some more venues, um, especially now because it's kind of that time of year again. Like I think rolling loud in Miami really set everything off. If that's going to happen, then I can throw a show too. So I'm starting to kind of get revved up. I've been preparing the past few weeks, um, just kind of trying to figure some things out. You know, I might go up to Atlanta in a couple of weeks and try and throw something up there as well. So I got a, a couple of, a couple of, opportunities. Um, I'm making a drive up to Michigan. So I'm thinking that I could turn it into a mini tour and stop in Cleveland and then do something in Detroit and then maybe go down through like Pittsburgh or Philly or something on the way home and figure some things out, maybe Youngstown again. So I'm, I'm got a couple of things in the works and we'll see how, how everything kind of comes into formation these next couple of weeks and how I could throw some things together in short notice. Well, you know, shoot, man, you definitely got some stuff in the pipeline. At least you like, at least you plotting on it already. You know, at least yeah, it's something that you plotting on. And listen, a plan is a plan. You never know what could happen. That's the way I that's the way I see it. You know, yeah. man, that's listen, you 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 kill me right now. You get you give me goosebumps. I'm sitting over here like yo, I'm looking at myself over here, son. I don't know what look look <laughs> what I see. Like I, I love everything about what you're talking about, Charles. Some people don't, some people can't really relate to to the the drive like this, you know what I mean? Some people just think it's it's just, you know, just shoot, make a song, shoot a video, but it's a lot more that goes into it. It's a lot more behind the scenes, a lot more networking, a lot more people that you talk to. So, you know, you I know you out there. working a video. No, the, the work, the work. Yeah, no, listen, the work is is real. You know what I mean? The work is real. So you can tell that it's not just, you know, it's it's an idea, it's a thought, then it becomes, it blossoms and blooms into something even more. So, you know, all the videos I've seen that you've done, I'm just like, you, <laughs> you know what I mean? So listen, like, you know, it, it's it's great to see an artist striving for what it is that they believe in, striving in for their goals, no matter what it is. No, there's nothing holding them back to do what it is. Even people who got nine to five, I want all my nine to fivers to hear this. Like, if you have a dream or you have an aspiration, please don't let your nine to five stop you. Keep pushing keep driving. You know, we got to have something to fall back on. That is true, but you got to keep pushing. You got to keep going to get there. So, you know, I just wanted to say that um, we're going to take a quick break, family. We come back, we're going to talk to Shell some more about her past and her future and what else she got going on, family. But listen, we're going to take a quick break. Remember, you can call us with your comments and questions at 844-844-1244. Again, it's 844-844-1244. You can also email us at jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. Again, it's jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. It's J-I-M-M-Y-B-O-N-D-S podcast at gmail.com. You'll listen to the Jimmy Bonds podcast on Philadelphia Radio. We'll be right back. Cut the check. I want some diamonds on my neck. What the fuck? Gotta do to get respect. Sell a pound, get a bag. Made a million, reinvest. Now I got some people coming for my head. But I'm screaming, cut the check. I want some diamonds on my neck. What the fuck? Gotta do to get respect. Sell a pound, get a bag. Made a million, reinvest. Now I got some people coming for my head. But I'm screaming, cut the check. Cut it out or cut you up. Bag and I ain't playing, so what's up? About to shut it down. 
around when you see me and I'm out Cause I'm shining for your city with these diamonds in my mouth I've been told that I am the head honcho Known to make it hail, so grabbing they ponchos I'm here unveiling everything that they not go I'm climbing to the ceiling all the way to the top, yo But people's funny when they know you got that profit They trying to be tummy, wanna jack up on my pocket I keep my circle tighter than my... Hey, this is Michael from Up and Darby. This is Jimmy Boss Podcast on Every Delphia Radio. Welcome back to the Jimmy Boss Podcast on Philadelphia Radio. We thank you for listening. Remember, family, you can call us at 844-844-1244. Again, it's 844-844-1244. You can also email us at jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. Again, it's jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. That's J-I-M-M-Y-B-O-N-D-S podcast at gmail.com. And welcome back to Jimmy Bond's podcast on Philadelphia Radio. Now, family, again, we're continuing our Art of Spotlight series, and we are lucky again and humble and thankful to be joined by no other but my friend, my shells, my sister, shells. What's up, mama? Thank you for coming in again. Thank you for joining us. On this segment, we're going we're gonna to cover a little bit something different. We're going we're gonna to take you back home. We're going to find out what home is like. So tell us what it was like growing up in the D in Detroit. Shit. Um, I mean... It was great. I mean, I I was super close with my family. So, um, you know, yeah, I mean, like I was at my grandma's every Sunday for dinner and shit. Like um, we would have birthdays and stuff like that. Like my family was all on the West side and I grew up on the East side. So life was like kind of different. But, you know, I, I started rapping basically when I was probably in like sixth, seventh grade. Um, I played basketball all my life, like recreational leagues and stuff until I was old Who's enough your to like favorite team? my favorite team, the Detroit Pistons, of course. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I grew up going to like the the WNBA, like the shock games and stuff like that. Like Swing Cash was my hero. But um it was uh yeah, you know, like I I rep the the G is still I mean, obviously, but like that was that was what made me. Um that I mean honestly that's where I started rapping and stuff like I would rap to my basketball team just to get us hyped up and we would always lose. Um but, but I really started falling in love with writing at like a really young age. It ended up being an outlet for me. Um I would write poetry, I would write music. Um, I've wrote different songs as far as, you know, like different outside of rap music, like different genres. I've wrote a wedding song for my friend um, and actually performed it at her wedding. So, um, yeah, like, I mean, I've I'm versatile, but hip hop was always like what really I think probably because of where I grew up, like was what I was mostly gravitated towards. You know, if I lived in Nashville, maybe I'd be a country singer, but I didn't exactly. grow up there. Oh, yeah. so, you know, I think like a lot of the times, like, you know, that that definitely is something that, you know, made me into the the type of artist that I am today. I, I miss Detroit. Like I, I lived there for a better part of my life and I've lived down here in Miami for about six years. My family's all up there. So I try and go back there as much as possible. But, you know, it's uh, since my mom's passed away and my grandma passed away and stuff like that, like, you know, it's kind of hard to to go and visit sometimes. So yeah, I'm sorry to hear uh, that, man. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, no, it's all right. I understand. But, Try and make people come down to me more often, you know? The weather's better here. 
<laughs> it's always sunny in Florida. That's what they say. It's always sunny in Florida. It probably rains yeah. like an hour, right? An hour a day, and then that's it. <laughs> so yeah, I listen. I, I know it's crazy down in Florida. I mean, you took you took the words out of my mouth. I was gonna ask you when you started rapping, but you just started going into it anyways. I'm like, yes, exactly, exactly. But you know, you you went from you go from from Detroit to Miami. Like, what what was that transition, or why was it even a transition you felt like you needed to make? Well, to be honest, um, I had just gotten out of jail. I was really, really trying to do the right thing. And I ended up kind of getting screwed over. Um, Well, it was my own damn fault. Like, I had so many warrants out for my arrest. Like, I can't even front. Like, I I tried to go and, like, go to court. And I had found out that I had missed a court date. So, like, they wanted me. So I was on the run, like, from the second that I got out of jail. And I I, I was facing, like, mad charges, like, some really ridiculous stuff. So... I knew I couldn't stay in Michigan. It was only a matter of time before I get caught back up again. And I had to dip. So I bought a car for like 800 bucks. Um, I drove down to Florida with my ex. And um, yeah, we packed all of our stuff up. We had like $1,000 and we moved down here. Yeah, I got a job waiting tables right away and started making some decent money, you know, like South, like right on the beach, like South Florida, I was making good money. And, you know, we got a place to stay. It was straight. Like we down here, like weekly rent is a thing. So like, it was in our favor. So it was like, you know, like it was just like, all right, you know, and you know, honestly, uh, six years later at my own house, I have two cars thing. The things I could tell you mess that I've gotten myself into and got myself out of like multiple times. But I actually ended up turning myself in back home in Michigan a few years ago. And I got off probation a couple of years ago. And it's been really cool. It was like the first time I successfully completed probation before, <laughs> you know, like finally did something right <laughs> yeah 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 i mean that, that's awesome yo that's freaking awesome i'm over here just just <laughs> grinning just smiling just grinning like because look man we all we all hit little you know peaks and valleys that's life you know we all we all go through things man we all have times where we just gotta just get away you know what i mean get away from it from from those things that hold us up but then when you make it through and you look back on it, man, sometimes you got to pat yourself on the back like, yo, I did that. Wow. You know what I mean? Like, ah, I can't believe I did that, but I did it, you know? And and that's love, man. And, and I'm honored. I'm sure Ty for the same way that you even would share that with us, and, you know, just even that experience. You know, a lot of, a lot of people don't want to don't want to talk about those kind of things. You know, they're like, I don't know. I'm, I'm just this, you know, but just the fact that you even share that with us, I'm, I'm, I'm humbled by it. I'm thankful for it. I really mean that. I'm not trying to BS you. You know what I mean? So oh, of I appreciate it. It's part of my story. And like, I want other people to know, like, I've, I've done the damn thing. So like, <laughs> anybody could, could have like a story like that and like get through and, and make a difference and be, just be different. Like, you can definitely be who you want to be and no one can tell you otherwise. How did you start the Freestyle Fridays? <laughs> that was just like... When I was working in the office, um, you know, I work from home now and like, well, now I'm, I'm starting to go back up into the office more often just to help out a little bit more. But um, so maybe Freestyle Fridays will come back. Who knows? But, yes. you know, it was just a way Fridays to just like 
kind of give some people something to look forward to, break up the day a little bit. And at least for me, like it gave me a little chance to just like get creative and break up the day a little bit and like get out for a little bit of a break and like make other people smile, but like make myself happy and kind of like do something that freed my soul at the same time. So yeah. you know, I've been, uh, I take Fridays off nowadays. <laughs> so um, I've been hanging uh, out by the pool and, and writing more music yeah. than doing like freestyle Fridays. So I've been giving less away for free because the bars are too good, I think, you know? <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I feel you on that one, right? More freestyle Fridays, though. You got more coming eventually? We, we might have to bring it back. We might have to bring it back. I think you will. I think you definitely have to bring that back. Freestyle, hey. yes. That's that's a that's an old school, you know, people don't don't do that no more. They don't do those kind of things no more, man. And so you gotta so, keep you gotta bring that back and, and keep the keep the authentic nature of the hip hop. That's hip hop right there, you know. So so tell me this, tell me this. What what inspires shells? What what makes you be like, I gotta keep going? I gotta keep going. You know, my family is everything to me. I think that everybody in my family has um gone through a lot of loss lately. Um, and I just, I want to keep being that positive person in their lives. Um, even on the days that I'm not feeling it, you know, because like when I give back to others, that's what puts me in a better mood. So I think like, you know, I could sit there and be stuck in anything that I want to be, but like, that's not helping myself or helping another person. And if I'm, you know, giving back and, and, you know, doing that for other people, it, people don't realize that like, it does so much for me in return. It really does. But like my family is a hundred percent of the reason why that I grind the way that I grind. Like I want to be able to support my dad in his retirement and be able to help, you know, my cousins and my brother and, you know, my sister out and everything else. And just like really give back to them and my niece and my nephews and my niece and you know, all my nieces. And I mean, like, I just, that's that's the most important thing for me. I don't have kids of my own, not yet. Um, so you know, I just you know, I'm grinding for the people that that I care about the most, you know. I, I hear that it's it sounds like it's bigger than you. That's that's really what what the I do is it's bigger than me. It's not just about me. You know, and I always say that the world we or the country we live in is all about me. You know, everything is about me, 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 me. What I want, what I need, it's got an iPhone, you know what I mean? It's just when I think about that, just listen to what you talk about is it's, I can hear that, yo, it's bigger than me. So, you know, I, I have to act accordingly, you know what I mean? I'm like my, my, my drive is to act accordingly because it is bigger than me. And I think once you get to that point, you understand that it's not just about you, that, that you in your career and your everyday life is not just about you. I think, I think that's just a better way to live life. It's a better way for us to be more harmonious and, and, in our, in our, in our interactions, you know what I mean? And how we how we talk to each other, really, and how we love on each other, you know, how we support each other. Um, I think people just don't they have to grasp that in the end, that, that it, that's a vital point of, of being, a, 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 I guess, you know, I guess you, you I would call you a centerpiece, somebody who's there for everybody. You know what I mean? Um, and in a certain kind of way. But, you know, the responsibility is major. And, you know, that's why I, I can hear you saying like, yo, that's I know exactly what that is. You know, it's definitely yeah. bigger than you, definitely bigger than you. Um, one, one thing that I know for a fact I wanted to ask about was your activism. You know, I saw that, that, that you were activists. What, what does that mean to you? Cause you see that word thrown around all the time. And, and to me, sometimes it's thrown around just media talk, 
You know what I mean? But what does that, what does it mean to you? What what type of activities do you feel like your, your activism does? You know what I mean? What do you think that it helps out with? Well, I think standing up for people and standing up for you, what you believe in, in general is, is activism. But um, as far as like the platforms that I support personally, you know, um, I'm, I'm obviously I'm gay, you know, so, you know, LGBTQ is, is a big platform that I support. Um, I'm trying to partner with a couple of different brands right now that are trying to raise more awareness to the community in general. Um, I personally right now have um, a lawsuit going on with JetBlue over some discrimination that um, they had did to me and my ex, um, removing us from an aircraft, first removing us, having us go to the back of the plane and giving our seats up to a family that we made uncomfortable because we were gay and then getting removed from the aircraft altogether because we made people uncomfortable for being publicly gay. Um, And they said that that wasn't the issue or the reason, but, you know, it was kind of funny that we were the ones that were removed from the situation. Someone had tried to take our seats that we had paid for and it was just a long story. So whatever that I've never sued anybody before. Like I'm not like money hungry or somebody that's like trigger happy or honestly, somebody that really wants to waste their time. But like this, I really, I had a point to prove. Um, And I think that again, it was bigger than me and it was on my shoulders and it was a responsibility of mine because I do have a platform and because of what I publicly went through to shed a little bit of light on this situation because um, I'm not the only one that's gone through this. It's only going to continue and get worse if somebody doesn't put their foot down and stick up to, you know, the people that are are unfortunately like involved in this kind of behavior. So, um, yeah, I, I felt like that was something that I definitely had to do. And in return, whatever money we end up winning from this lawsuit, I'm just going to donate to the community and just the LGBTQ community as a whole and see what we can do to to raise more awareness and just bring more attention to, you know, these kind of unfortunate situations that are still occurring and happening. So, yeah, that's that's probably the biggest platform that I'm um, voicing on right now. There's some other things that, you know, I care about as well no no doubt no no doubt definitely and and again i thank you for sharing that with us i'm not gonna fly jet blue no more that's for sure i never flew them in the first place but i will make sure i mark them off the do not fly list on my list okay you know what i'm saying like now listen if you discriminate against you they discriminate against everybody you know what i mean it's just it's I, i think we separate ourselves from the lgbt community because we're not part of the community. Realizing that all discrimination, discrimination, no matter which way you look at it. If you stick enough for if you stick enough for that, you're sticking up for everything. If if it's about making a point, sometimes you have to make a point. You know, you mm-hmm. have to tell these companies, look, you have to treat all of us accordingly. Not as, oh, because I'm gay, that you're gonna, you know, you're gonna get my seats up, even though I pay mm-hmm. for this. You know what I mean? So it's 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 always it's always a punch in the face. They always trying to lowball us in some kind of way, always trying to degrade us in some kind of way. And I say us because, you know, people of color go through similar things. You know what I mean? So sometimes you got to take a stand. You got to stand up for what you believe in. You cannot let that pass. You cannot let that go. You know, I could imagine how embarrassing it was, how frustrating it was, how angry you were, you and your ex. I'm I'm completely sure that y'all were furious by the time y'all got off that plane. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I mean, late getting back home. So a little, a little pissed, you know, 
So I definitely, I definitely understand that. Definitely understand that. But let me take a quick break. We're going to come right back and get right back into a family. But listen, you want to call us with your comments, question, call us at 844-844-1244. Again, it's 844-844-1244. You can also email us at jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. It's jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. It's J-I-M-M-Y-B-O-N-D-S podcast at gmail.com. You'll listen to the Jimmy Bonds podcast on Philadelphia Radio. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Michael from Upper Darby. This is the Jimmy Bonds podcast on Philadelphia Radio. Welcome back to the Jimmy Bonds podcast on Philadelphia Radio. We thank you for listening. Remember, family, you can call us at 844-844-1244. Again, it's 844-844-1244. You can also email us at jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. Again, it's jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. That's J-I-M-M-Y-B-O-N-D-S podcast at gmail.com. Jimmy Bob's podcast on Philadelphia Radio. And again, family, we'll continue our Art of Spotlight series. And we are joined by our sister, all the way from the D by way of Miami, my sis Shells. She is killing it all the way, every way, which way you call it. She's doing her thing. Family, she's taking us back. She's taking us present. And now we're going to talk about the future. And so I definitely want to talk about what you got coming up next. You know, all that good stuff, what you see yourself doing. But five years from now, Shells, five years from now, tell me what you think. Tell me what you think you're going to be doing five years from now. Honestly, like, I'd like to own a few businesses, just kind of invest and and see what I could do. And, and that way, you know, if I could if I can make a little bit more money then I can definitely help out other artists and invest in other artists that were in my shoes, you know, early on and didn't have the resources um, you know, cause that's, it's so hard, you know, like everything as an artist is so difficult and so expensive. So if I could help out other artists and even like kind of start maybe a collective, which is kind of what I would like to start doing with some of these shows that I want to throw here in the next couple of like, not years, the next couple of months, like really kind of start building this together. The last time I was doing shows, you know, it wasn't just hip hop music. It was, you know, people that were, you know, playing piano, people that were dancing, comedians, like all different forms of talent were coming together in one room. And that's really what I want to do. Um, and I want, you know, I want to bring out videographers. I want to bring out vendors. I want to make it more of a festival vibe. So it could be you know, also a collective of people that could rely on one another, like, oh, hey, homegirl shoots videos or, you know, blah, blah, blah. And like, they can bounce great ideas off one another. They could come to one another if they want, you know, some dancers in their video or if they need choreography for their video or whatever the case may be. But like, these people can formulate a friendship and rely on one another too. And I I just want to bring... I guess more of a, a community um, to hip hop as a whole, because I think it's been so individualized and not just in the Miami area, but in every area, because people are like crabs in a bucket, 
and no one wants to help one another. Everybody wants to sit here and pull each other down and think they're going to get up. But like, we need to rely on one another to really make it come true. And, and just like you saw with XXX Tenacion and, you know, all of the members only, you know, look at how many of those kids blew up because they all joined forces together and tried to do the damn thing. And like, we need more people like that, you know, to see that like, this is a group situation. And that's really what I want to formulate here in the next like six to 10 months is just like a good steady group of people that like can rely on one another in the South Florida area and branch out and start doing that in other areas as well. Cause I think that that's super important and that's what hip hop is lacking. That sounds like an artistic collaboration network. Yeah. You, you really just doing it tonight. She just, <laughs> she just, uh, I'm listen, bro. Like she's showing off. Yo, she's showing off dog. She's showing <laughs> off. She's showing off dog. She's just showing off. I said five years. She's like, wait a minute. Hold on. Let me just, let me give you my, my, my blueprint. Let me tell you what I'm about to do. And, you know, like, for real, man, I'm sitting there, like, I'd be smiling. Like, you, you saw me get a joy in hand because I'm just like, I don't know. She telling the truth. You know what I mean? Like, we, we're better together than we are apart. And as you say, the crabs in the barrel just doesn't start in Florida or Detroit. It's in Philly. It's in Baltimore. It's in D.C. It's in Atlanta. It's in L.A. It's in Houston. It's in Seattle. It's everywhere when it comes to this thing called hip hop, particularly. You know, we're just always pulling each other down. And it is very much individual basis. It's a very much individual thing, you know, and it, it, I'm sorry, yo, you just, you said some really profound stuff. <laughs> I'm just like, I, I'm in such agreement of, of everything that you said. Like, like sometimes people just don't understand, like, yo, this is not just for me. This is for y'all too. Like, I'm not just doing this for me. I'm doing this for y'all, you know, like, and, and you talk, you said something very key, like, a lot of artists don't know how much it costs to do things. They just go out there and think it's going to get done. You talked about the fact that how expensive it is and how you would like to start uh, some kind of collective that helps out with that. You know, oh, she does she does a videography. He does photography. You know what I mean? They do graphic design. They do. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's an idea I've always had about bringing artists together because I see art not just as music. I see art as acting. I see art as 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 uh, as painting. I see art even as as even signing. You know what I mean? Graffiti and all that kind of stuff. That's art, okay. you know? That's that's art. That's not just it's not just like, oh, what just hip hop, like the artists, artists and music kind of just limit themselves. Like so many people that are artists do so many other things other than just yeah. that one thing that you might identify them as. Like, you know, like, for example, like I do podcasting. Right. But I also do emceeing. Right. But we also right. we also over here running a radio station, me and Ty. Right. Ty does production. Ty is an MC as well. You know what I mean? Ty, Ty is. Ty's a is a fantastic chef. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's name it, I'll flame it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a fantastic chef. Like, you know, so we we all have these different gifts as artists. Now, I think that that's culinary art, art, art and cooking. You know, that's art by itself. Like Amen. You know, so it, it's like it's like I love to about that <laughs> <laughs> i seen your pictures at the restaurant with, you, with your family i seen the pictures with yourself yeah i seen that <laughs> but I, i'm just saying like you know <laughs> we have to expand our, our our minds uh collectively as art we have to expand our brands and that's one of the ways you can always do it you talked about i see a lot in, in your press release you talk about 
um, link, linking up with other businesses and cross promoting, you know, is a very big aspect of something that you do. And that helps a lot of not just what you do, but the other people that you're, that you're, that you're cross promoting with. I mean, I, I think just like you said, that separation of, it's not about me no more. It's more about how I can help as well. You know what I mean? And look, the more I help, the more it helps me. Like at the end of the day, that's the way I see it. The more you help, the more you're going to help someone else. You're helping yourself really, to be honest with you. And not in a selfish way, but more like, you know, you're learning something, you're helping someone move forward. I mean, that that is more gratifying than anything I could ever find out. You know, you you help somebody and you'd be like, man, I didn't know, I didn't know you was going to go there. And they they do one small thing and that's, you know, they're, they're, the sky's the limit, you know? Mm-hmm. And I mean, I don't mean to go on and on and on about it. I just think, I just really appreciate you saying what you say because I think the same way. Tap thinks the same way. My team thinks the same way. My family thinks the same way. His family thinks the same way, you know? Like, so it goes a long way. It touches me really deep. I love when artists come on and really share their story. And it means a lot to talk about those things. So I'm going to stop. I'm going to run my mouth, man. Move, move right along. Move right along. You know, Ty, you got any questions, man, before before we, we end this thing out, man? Yes. Chills. I'm going to name five songs, just random songs that you've done. And I just want you to tell me what comes to mind after I name them, okay? Okay. All right. First one is Nighttime. Big Booty. <laughs> I think of that one girl's ass bouncing up in my face and that has <laughs> like stained in my memory ever when I think of that song. <laughs> Jimmy, she's a classic, man. Yo, <laughs> Yo I told you, classic, dog. Just classic. I told you all the videos, all of them, especially that one. <laughs> all right, the second one is a uh, stimulus. I think a crowd surfing. I got to crowd surf for that video. Yeah. It was super. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right, um, up all night. Um, I think of my ex. <laughs> okay, okay, all right. Vapors. Yo, um, <laughs> and really, really, really bad, bad, bad women. <laughs> <laughs> all right and of course the last one um night in miami uh Rolls royce and um i i just think of i blew the tire in the Rolls royce I, I may have been a little tipsy when i was driving so like right as soon as we were done filming i just like popped the curb a little bit too much and i <laughs> boom just <laughs> So I'm like, you know, that's what I think about when I think about that movie. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. My last question is, what can people expect when they come to your show to see you perform? Yo, we do a Miami style over here, Broward County style, which means we do it down and dirty. And yeah. we be mocking. So if you ready to get physical, you ready to get physical. I hope so. Because... <laughs> um, there's a whole lot of love. Um, it's just all good vibes. But I pull everybody up on stage with me. We all get lit. So it's a very interactive experience. I got to come to one of them shows. I got I to come to one of them shows. Oh, hell yeah. It's lit. I got to come to one of them shows. Sit with shells. <laughs> hell yeah. What about venues? What was your favorite venue to perform at or city? Yo, South by Southwest, hands down, was just like the best show experience ever. Um, I threw a show. I had like over 3000 people there. Um, It was on my birthday. It was just like a great way to celebrate my birthday. It was a great way to just it was the biggest crowd I've ever performed in front of. And it was my show. So like I was really proud of myself, you know, so 
It was a really, really lit vibe. That that's super dope. Three thousand people, huh? That yeah. must have been. That must have been amazing to step out on that stage and see that. Yeah. Just seeing them see of people just there for you, like, wow, that must have been just just a feeling. Probably took took your breath away, like, oh shit. <laughs> I mean, like, and just the fact that, like, we made, we cultivated the vibe that, like, people even wanted to come in and, like, see that, you know, like, it was a dope showcase. And the venue that we had, um, it was really dope because you could perform to the street, too. So, like, it was wide open. So, like, you turn around the street. We had, like, all these people getting lit in the street, and it brought a ton of people into the, the venue so, I mean, like there were like 3000 people in the venue, but who really knows how many people actually heard what was going on? Because like there was a ton of traffic around. Michelle, well, you know, we're going to end it. We're going to end it here. Right. We're going to wrap the show. But I, as always, a question I want to ask before I always end the show, you know, you do what you do. And, and you know, people going to hear this podcast. People listen to this interview. They're going to think one thing or think another what what is it that you want the listeners to to walk away with? What, what is it that you want them to know about you when they're done listening? Um, you know, like, I think I'm pretty transparent. Like, I, I think a lot of people just, I, I don't know, I think, I, I think I, I give a lot of myself away. But at the same time, like, you know, I don't want people to like, judge a book by its cover, you know, we're all going through some stuff. And we're all like, at the end of the day, like, we all got emotions and stuff like that. And like, you know, just because I hold it together, I don't want people to think I'm less human. And I don't want people to think that, like, I'm trying to portray myself as that or, like, trying to think that I'm, like, better than or anything like that. Like, I got a lot of stuff that I'm going through, too. At the end of the day, I just don't choose to shed light on the negativity in my life. Um, and that's just a personal choice of mine. If anybody ever does or if anybody ever has, you know, issues or anything like that, like I don't find it weak to to cry out for help. I think that that's actually really strong and to make it known is is super strong, too. So however you have to deal with that, I'm not attacking in any way. I just want people to, to know that, like, I don't I don't define myself as better. You know, I got issues, too. I just not trying to deal with them in, in different ways or in negative ways for myself. Cause I can personally get caught up really quickly in that. And it's not a pretty scene. Um, so, you know, I just, I choose not to, not to be that, that person for myself today, cause it's not good for my personal mental health, but if it's good for other people to vent and stuff like that, then that's great. And I'm always going to be there as like a shoulder to cry on or somebody to lean on. Um, at least, you know, for my my social media followers and stuff like that, and anybody who wants to reach out. I told you she was honest. Yeah. You know, I said I said she was honest, authentic, and real. And you know, I I can't. Sometimes you just can't put a, put your finger on it. Like, what is it? What what exactly is it about this person? You know, and and you start hearing people like Shell speaking. You're like, yeah, that's what it is. It's it's the realness about it all. You know, like. I mean, everything you're saying, everything that you said throughout the interview, you know, has been, has really helped me, you know what I mean? Feel better about what I'm doing. And I don't mean that in any kind of like, you know, kiss ass way. I mean, just honestly, like, you know, it, it's helped, it's helped to show me that like, Hey, you know, we think the same. And, and sometimes, sometimes we, we get in this world and it's like, am I the only one to think like this? But then you start realizing there's other people that think the same things and it's refreshing. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's refreshing. It's, it's a reminder that you do this not just because it's your job or because it's what you love to do. You do this to affect others. 
you know, make an impact, positively make an impact on their life. And I, I mean, I dig everything you're saying about, you know, like people go through things and not, we don't want to show that side all the time. We don't want to, we don't want to tell people about the bad stuff we go through because maybe it's fear of repercussion or judgment or whatever it may be. But at the same time, it's like, you shared a lot with it, Shells. It wasn't like you you held back and no kind of way. Like, you know, <laughs> good, bad, ugly, and indifferent. You know what I mean? And and I think that's that's a, the journey people really enjoy is knowing that, like, hey, I'm I'm similar to her. I can relate to her, what she's going through. I can relate to, like, some of the things she's been in. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, how many young girls out there playing basketball right now probably, like, yo, like, want to rap too? You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's probably a whole lot of them, you know? And... And a lot of time I just need the, the, the encouragement to say, like, yo, you can do it, you know, or just give an example. So, I mean, you talked about South by Southwest. I mean, you do you know how many people, artists in this country want to do that show? Do you know? You know what I mean? You do. Yeah. You know how many shows like they be like, yo, that's that, that's their that is their their mecca. That is their one. You know what I mean? So you just I mean, you you you're doing it. You've done so much in your career. It's really a short career, to be honest with you. It's not like decades spanning. You know, you learn, you start learning how to rap, and then you still got so much more to do for yourself. I know that's the way you feel. You know what I mean? I know you don't feel like this is it. I'm gonna stop. I'm done. I know you're like, you know, I got big, big plans. <laughs> you know? Oh yeah. So you know, I I am I am thankful. I'm I'm really humbled by everything you shared with us. I'm I'm gracious in receiving your story because it is so so real for me you know what i mean i feel like you touch you touching me you touch ty you touch my listeners and that's sometimes oh, that's all we want we just want people to listen you know let's do some real stuff you know let's do some real stories about people's life and not in all like I, I hate i hate the commercials i hate the you know i rap i get on the show and i do this and i do that like i feel like people want to know what really these artists go through and i i really appreciate you sharing that you know what i mean i really appreciate you sharing that so you know, before we go, I'm going to start running my mouth. Go ahead and send your shout outs. Make sure they drop to know where, where to find you at on social media and your website, all that good stuff. Go ahead. Talk to them. Hey, um, The Real Chells, C-H-E-L-Z-Z-Z. Um, on all social media, everywhere. You could just throw Chells up on Google and find it and stream it wherever you want. So check it out and enjoy. And, you know, if you don't, that's cool, too. Still drop me a comment and rock with me because I'm still a cool person. Yeah, that is true. She's still a cool person. Nah, you need to check out the videos, homie. <laughs> you need to check out the videos. You want to sit over there and not you know, go go look at YouTube. Look her up on YouTube. See what she's done. Yeah. Don't don't think she's just doing shows. She got she got she got stuff out there with other artists that you know that you've heard of, like Kodak Black. Come on now, open your open your. Come on, come on, come on. I know you heard of Kodak Black, so go listen, go check out her YouTube. Go check out what she's doing, man. Go go listen to her her new project somewhere in Miami and Ty what else what you gotta say before before we jump out Ty you got anything to say man this interview has been a good one right here man this is a good interview yeah man I can check look check this one off the box you know this is going on she's super on point super on point y'all y'all are great like this was one of my favorite interviews too so I really appreciate having me that's love that's love look man you know we appreciate you coming on you're welcome on anytime you know your music already rocking on the radio station so <clears throat> you know, it's only out of time before we, we get all the, all everything else popping. You know what I mean? As soon as this podcast comes on, people are going to be like, yeah, it is. I'm going to check out our music. But, you know, oh, yeah. we'll, we'll make sure that, that we let our listeners know everything about you, where to find you at. You know what I mean? All that kind of good stuff. I plug it all into the descriptions. You know, I'm talking about descriptions on YouTube. You now people be on that, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> um, but listen, family, we're going to sign off tonight. I thank Shells for coming in and doing her thing. 
I thank y'all for listening as always. Remember, 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 please, please, please wear your mask, wash your hands and practice social distancing. Also, make sure, tell your friends, your loved ones, your family members that you love them because you never know when you may get another chance. And family, that's going to wrap the show. We want to thank you for listening to Jimmy Bond's podcast and Philadelphia Radio. Remember, you can call us with your comments and questions at 844-844-1244. Again, it's 844-844-1244. You can also email us at jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. Again, it's jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. It's J-I-M-M-Y-B-O-N-D-S podcast at gmail.com. You've been listening to the Jimmy Bond's podcast and Philadelphia Radio. We thank y'all for listening. I'm out. Peace. Cut the check. I want some diamonds on my neck with a Get respect, so I don't get a bag. Made a million, reinvest. Now I got some people coming for my head, but I'm screaming, cut the check. I want some diamonds on my neck. What the fuck gotta do to get respect? So I get a bag. Made a million, reinvest. Now I got some people coming for my head, but I'm screaming. I'ma always keep it generous. Keep peeping my fam. That's gonna wrap the show. We want to thank you for listening to Jimmy Bond's podcast on Philadelphia Radio. We ask you leave your comments and questions at 844-844-1244. Again, that's 844-844-1244. You can also email us at jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. Again, it's jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. That's J-I-M-M-Y-B-O-N-D-S podcast at gmail.com. Now, remember, family, we are still in a COVID-19 pandemic. So please, please, please remember to wash your hands, wear a mask, and practice social distancing. Also, remember to take nothing for granted. And value every opportunity you have with your friends, your family, and your loved ones. For in these times, every moment is sacred. So until the next episode, you can find me on Go Hope Road. Screaming, stay up, don't sleep in your dreams. I'm Jimmy Bonds, and I'm out. Fight on, come on.